0: inspiration nation hello lee kemp here for another week on the podcast as always with Brian Boniface and joe neuer how are we doing this week guys
1: yeah good thank you lee
0: good
2: thanks so good trip. glad
0: to hear it thanks everyone out there see we're available on all podcast platforms youtube as well normally in on tiktok we're giving that a miss this week but most weeks you can catch us on tiktok just search for joe um, and you get notifications when we go live. And of course, you can follow us over on Twitter at Listen To I N Listen To I N. Right? I think if I'm right, Joe, is it your conversation this week?
2: Yep, it is. What
0: have you got for us?
2: So today, I am going to read a passage from the legendary Jim Rohn, who was a mentor to Tony Robbins. Mm, um,
0: Tony Robbins. Boom. Mm.
2: Is he still, still blocked you?
0: Yeah, for context and new listeners, we are blocked by Tony. I'm just going to check now, actually. Get my phone up here. I'm going to check on the Twitter.
1: Why were we blocked by
0: him? Blocks. Did, him, I did, him, I did you used to be annoyed, Early on, I would tag people when I was building up our Twitter following to get more views, which is a technique that I learned from the Google web and i think he didn't like me tagging him so he blocked (laughs) i wish there was a more exciting story than that but there isn't
2: but tony if you're listening
1: i doubt if he's blocked us joe he's not listening oh he's
2: downloaded
0: it i know he's he's watched it from the beginning I I I listened to it yeah he doesn't even come up in my search that's how bad
1: it he's still blocked he blocks on instagram as well
2: (laughs) oh no here's another way to get to him it's fine
0: instagram this is this is hard Right, before you start your your passage, Joe, Brian's been teasing for weeks now that there's, we're coming up on a milestone or an event, mm. and I feel that we'd like to know what this is. Just to be clear... This out there, we've already talked about this beforehand, so we know. But I'm doing a bit of you know drama for the air for the listeners. So, Joe, if you could play along rather than let the cat out of the bag, I was really good.
1: I was gonna, (laughs) I was gonna check to see what what our situation was with that. (laughs)
0: This is the sort of thing where Joe would go, But we talked about this beforehand, so that's all out of the way now, and we can move on. So, Ryan, what is the thing that happened two years ago? So, we're at
1: week 153 this week. Um. Which means we're three weeks away from three years, uh, which is you know
0: fantastic that, milestone, guys. Fantastic. That, that, that is
1: not it, but brilliant. What we did on week number forty-nine, which is um, you know a good chunk into the way of, into our first year, we did an episode where we all got up at five o'clock on a Saturday morning, absolute sacrilege, and did a <laughs> podcast episode. Um, and it's been two years since we did that. And that was I think that was a good a uh, good episode for us. It was it was fresh, something we hadn't done before. Um, Lee pretended that he was really tired.
0: I did, it was brilliant, brilliant stuff. Wasn't that you had the dressing gown, Lee, or yeah. something? Yeah, I, dressing gown. we had gown? Got, like, a 20 minute preamble during the whole thing. I like, had to pretend I was really, <laughs> really, really tired so that I got to the surprise reaction brilliant. when we started recording. It the was problem, really good.
1: The problem yeah. is if we recreated said episode now, Lee would genuinely be too tired to get up. <laughs> because uh, uh, it just wouldn't happen. So um, that won't be making a return, thankfully. Um, but yeah, it's been two years since, since that happened. Not a huge Fantastic. milestone. I
0: think that's quite just... a mo- basic, I think that's, a, you know, in terms of episodes, that's one that stands out more than others, isn't it? And we reference yeah. quite a lot. Because yeah, right. I
2: remember when I flo- floated the idea of that, you guys were not having it for a bit, were you? Then you then, you, then you Lee, Lee to was, the idea. Lee was
1: more on side for it, because he got up at that time pretty much <laughs> whenever anyway. Uh, I was heavily against the idea. <laughs> you that did it, though, episode, right? You did it. For
0: those who want to look, episode forty-nine. Go back in the archives, and there's a lot of you out there that do go looking through. So that's a good one. Episode forty-nine out on February sixteenth, twenty twenty, and actually, it's got quite a high number of listens compared to some of the shows around it. So it's obviously a popular one. So get in, listen to that. Let us know what you think if you do listen to it at listen to i n listen t o i n. Good bit of keeping an eye on the history there, Ryan, as well. I like that. Ryan is
2: a stats guru. The stats guru, Ryan, is fantastic. You usually lead, to be fair. I think you've taken the crown, Ryan. Right. So
0: let's, I think not you've taken the crown. let's not get carried away. Right. Anyway, Joe, back onto your content. Okay. So,
2: Jim Rohn is, uh, was a mentor to Tony Robbins,
0: hmm.
2: um, and he had a passage on. The response to the disappointments of life. So I'm going to read it out. So once I've read it out, I'm going to throw it over to you guys and see what you make of it. All right. So I'm just going to read it out because I think it's well. I won't tell you what I think because I don't want to. I don't want to pollute the pollute the thought waters. I suppose well is what I'm thinking. So I'm going to read it out. So here we go. Let's face it. People and events are going to continue to both hurt and disappoint you. Among the people will be those you most love, as well as those you least know. Seldom is it their intent to purposely hurt you but rather a variety of situations, mostly beyond your control, will cause them to act, speak or think in ways which can have an adverse effect upon you, your present feelings and emotions and the way your life upholds. It has been this way through 6,000 years of recorded history and your hurt or grief is not the first time a human has been deeply hurt by the inappropriate actions of another. The only way to avoid being touched by life, the good as well as the bad is to withdraw from society and even then you'll be disappointed yourself and your imagination imagine about what is going on out there will haunt you and hurt you. Knowing this, there is but one solution that will support you when people and events hurt you and that is to learn to work harder on your personal growth than anything else. Since you cannot control the weather or the traffic or the one you love or your neighbours or your boss, then you must learn to control you the one whose response to the difficulties of life really counts. So that's, I thought was really inspirational. Um, but I'm going to throw it over to you guys. What are your thoughts?
1: Um, there's a lot in there. Talks a lot about, um, you can only control what you can control. And that tends to just be yourself also says that you can't really experience life unless you kind of throw yourself out there to experience life. Um, Think it's just a bit of bit of life advice maybe from somebody a bit more aged somebody that um has a bit more life experience maybe maybe to talking to somebody younger um uh, giving them a bit of advice on kind of how life would likely work um
2: yeah go on you're
1: gonna say no no i, th- I think that's you know as initial thoughts and that's probably where i where i land nice yeah I, i'd agree with all you said there
0: um lee about you I'd say the, the theme of that, Joe, um, and the message, or certainly what I interpret as the message from it, is probably the number one of many, by the way, but the number one thing that I've
1: learned from you. you to to this. Oh, Lee, you've got really quiet. Yeah, you went really quiet then. You really, come back, really,
0: really quiet. Like,
1: ah. No. You're still quiet. It's almost like you've pulled your microphone
0: out to make sure i'm on the right microphone oh there you go you're back yeah hey, good you're At- back i feel this is an internet issue today so i do apologize i don't know how much of that you heard there but joe i would say the message from that is the number one thing that i've learned from you i think during all our time of working together on this and beforehand the fact we reference it all the time circles of control and I think that's what that's talking about. And there's two things I'm interpreting that. One is that it's about you and how you react to things and you can't control the things outside of you. And I don't think that's a concept I was aware of. I think I would get frustrated with things outside of my control. It still happens now. It happens, you know, as much as you're good and on a the path, these things slip in. But I think I'm certainly a lot more conscious and I, I do it a lot less than I ever would have in terms of that external thing. And I focus on me and how I react and what I can do. Um, which is having lived both those things is a great thing to be doing, um, and dealing with my responses and my reactions. But I guess the other thing in there that's message as well is you can't avoid it. You know, you can't plan to avoid every bad thing that could ever happen. It is going to happen. If your bar of success, if you like, is that nothing ever goes wrong to you then you're setting yourself up for failure straight away you've got to you know you don't you don't just run head on into them but everything you try and do things will happen that are outside your control that aren't ideal you will make mistakes whatever that is and it's about how you you know dealing with them and moving forwards, rather than the disappointment of always trying to avoid them or languishing on them too much. And I'd say in terms of things that I think for my own personal development over you know, the last 10 years or so, I would say that improving those two things are probably two of the core things about my own personal development and how I deal with things, how I've been successful in what I've done and how I probably feel a lot happier about the world now than I did 10 years ago.
2: Yeah, lovely response. Yeah, um, and I agree with both of you on this point. Um, I think it's really weird because I wrote this. I mean, I tend to sort of come up with ideas, and I, I and I wasn't sure whether I don't know when I when I was I didn't I know not sure whether we covered it before, and so I'm glad you haven't heard it before because I thought I'd read it, but maybe I'd read it and thought, oh, I've read it, and now I'm reading well, it. Well, you might have
0: referenced it slightly in passing when we talk about other things, but I don't think yeah. I don't remember hearing that pes- that passage. Obviously, the message we've talked about, but not heard it articulated in that way, and. Anything that is in the sphere of Tony Robbins obviously burns itself into my brain. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing that I loved
2: about this is that it doesn't, like you said, you can't avoid it. And I think a lot of us tend to try and avoid things. Um, and I'm, I'm not sure whether I'm avoiding things at the moment because of the things that I'm feeling at the minute. And um, when I have read that, I thought this is quite apt to go. You know, events are going to continue to both hurt and disappoint you. So... At the minute, it's, you know, that event that, that's hurt me. And, uh, yeah, and it's, yeah, I'm not sure how I'm responding to it at the moment. Um I'm actually just going with life at the moment, which is really interesting. But I just feel a need just to go with it for the moment. Um, and it's really strange. What i really noticed about this is that I just, the thing that must continue is this, that I think this is a great thing that we're doing. Um, and when Ryan, you know, referenced, you know, the 5am and, how long we were doing it, uh, and banging on about personal development and personal growth, I thought this is actually quite an apt thing to be talking about. Um, and the passage talks about well, from withdrawing, the only way you can, you know, avoid it is be withdrawn from society, but then you just almost create that cage of not doing anything, because if you try anything, like you said, Lee, it doesn't matter how successful it is, there is always going to be some form of disappointment some form of someone saying something doing something that's going to punch a hole in it and it's how we respond to that and uh you know and sometimes you know you feel a bit angry you feel a bit oh i should have done more like for, at the minute i'm experiencing things of regret i've been experiencing regret um with things about my mum and stuff like that and i'm thinking but then i try and say well okay what they want so it's all it's all those types of things really and uh so yeah I'm, I'm not sure how I'm responding at the moment, which <laughs> is really weird, but it says here, doesn't it? The one who's response, you know, the one who's response to the difficulties of life really counts. So it is really how we respond rather than reacting to the things. Um, so, yeah, I really enjoyed this. And, I, and I'm just thinking it's something that maybe, you know, we can, you know, our, you know, our listeners can just, you know, replay that and, and even search for it on the internet. It's all on the internet. Um, but I just thought that passage, it's just very inspirational to say, don't build your own cage, you know, go out there, try things and think that life's going to kick you in the balls and it's going to punch you in the face. It's just how you get back up from that. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it and, and I read it and I thought, you know, it's all about, we're quite emotional and we can sometimes withdraw and it's okay sometimes to withdraw, it just depends on where you are. So anyway, that's what I was going to say, but anything else that comes out of that for both Ryan and you, Lee?
0: So, so i say question back of you, you're comfortable talking about it, Joe, but where where are you on the reacting, responding in terms of kind of your own internal feelings and monologue at the moment? Well, I'm. where am
2: I? Uh, I feel a little bit oh. <laughs> just uh, very, like, very just going with it, just like just going like I just um I've been just doing things that I really I suppose enjoy. I've been trying to get into some content, um, but I'm starting to feel a pull back to get back. But I just don't feel it strong enough yet, and I'm and I'm a bit worried that I'm never going to feel that again, um, which is really a little bit worrying. And I don't know why. I feel that I've got a um, tomorrow actually. I've got a meeting. Um, with Mark Drager and I don't know how I'm going to respond to it actually uh, I, I don't know if you asked me what are you going to be doing? I go, I don't know got no idea what I'm going to be doing in fact what I'm just doing, I'm just enjoying doing these and not doing anything else and just yeah. going with it for the moment um, and uh, I've had a few moments I've had a few tears still uh, it was over the weekend actually when um, someone came and talked to me and they said you know you know, I have to sort out mum's stuff. And they said, you were quite close to your mum. And I said, yes. And then I started going over, um, you know, you were quite close. To you. And I started going when we used to meet. And then that's where I started to have tears and it was difficult. And then I had another one at the weekend where it went out, me and my, my beloved went out for breakfast and we were talking about, um, you know, what mum would have wanted, what she want, what I think she'd hope for us to do, um, you know, in the future. And, and that made me, and I suppose I, don't want, I suppose I don't want to disappoint the memory of my mum um and i don't know how to approach it i suppose uh how to continue what what is the new version of this life of mine without my mum, i suppose and um everyone goes through it. like ryan said ryan made a really good point you know i won't be the last and you know i won't be the you know i won't be the last person to go through it and it's just it's just weird how your body responds and like you'll feel okay and then you won't feel okay so at the moment i feel a bit sometimes i feel a bit flat i've had a hard day at work and you know, I put a lot of energy into that, but now I feel that I need to like after today this podcast is I just need to just step back and and just continue with life and just do my best. And uh yeah, I suppose it's all up in the air, everything, but I know one thing that's definitely continue, and this is this podcast, and doing these audio recordings, um, because I absolutely love them and I enjoy our discussions before the podcast. It's just nice. Um, and the fact that it'd be, you know, all those years that we've done it, three years. It's pretty cool. Um, I love that um and that we've stuck with it all these years. Um, so long may that continue because I think this is such an important thing, and especially like you said Lee, about the subject that we're talking about, you know, grief and loss about loved ones. And I was speaking to a wife the other day and and this this made me sad is that I might have to face this. I don't know if I could face another one, but I know people have, people will face it again, you know, mum, your dad, you know, you could lost lose, you know, your wife, your your partner. Um But at this moment, I couldn't think how I could bear it. But people have lost people in succession. So that's something I think, oh, you know, could I handle that? So anyway, it's a bit of a long answer to your question. But that's a lot of feelings. And I'm very feeling-based, so it's just a lot of emotions that come out at that
0: point, really. Thank you for sharing, Joe. Obviously, you don't have to worry when we do this, but it's good to hear how you're doing with that. And I think, like you said, it's obviously... Everything you're feeling right now is part of what's brought made that message, the, the passage you read at the start more meaningful for you. And it's good to get your understanding, your context. And there's there's something you shared or you said to me way back at the start of COVID. We talked about this in the last episode. Um, when I said about stuff that's normal and you said there'll be a new normal. And I think this is the same for you, Joe. I think you will go back to being. Feeling pretty much how you did. The things that drive you, the things you are—that's you. You like we talked about before. You're you're kind of in a cocooning position right now, quite naturally so. But there'll be little bits you take from this experience that enhance the person you were before this, and you'll you know you'll come out better and stronger from that. But it it will be this evolved thing, as you said to me. There's never there's never any going back. That doesn't mean all those things won't come back, but they'll come back with a different lens and everything on it. And I know that's where you'll be.
2: Yeah, I know you said something about, you know,
0: was it you? I don't know. I think it was one of my colleagues
2: that she said, I think I'm actually going to be a better version. They can just see me coming out and crushing things. And at the minute, I just can't see that yet. And I've said yet because there could be something in that. Because I think, like you say, you do come out stronger, but it's just at the minute, it's just hard to see that. And at the minute, you're know, like, you know, we had Valentine's night last night. It was Valentine's night, wasn't it? And uh literally I just enjoyed myself a glass of wine, a couple of green cakes, somebody went oh, mad. But literally, there's an emotional need there, and I can sense it. I know logically I shouldn't really be indulging, but I just felt right, I'm just gonna go for it. And I felt, oh, I just did that. And uh, but I just think it's where I am, and you know, taking that and you know, tonight's gonna be a normal night, but um yeah, interesting stuff though, and it's really interesting to be in the vortex of it, and like you guys can probably see certain things that you don't see when you're emotionally involved in things but yeah thanks lee appreciate the question
1: appreciate the answer joe i think kind of going back to what you said at the start and um, you know circles of control and things like that and i think in a lot of scenarios including yours joe i think you know it's appropriate to be selfish um i think that that kind of allows you to heal in the way that you need to Um, from such scenarios so I think I think a lot of people judge others that are quite selfish um, for you know being selfish basically but they don't consider the reasons why Um, I think those things are important so um, be true to yourself which is what you have been and kind of take the time that you need to I think that's totally fair yeah, that thing, a whole thing about a selfish thing, and all, and
2: I've, I've said that before. You always got to put yourself first, haven't you? In terms of if you want to help, whatever you've got to, be, you've got to be in a good space first. It's like the mask in the plane, isn't it? We think we talked about it before, where the plane's crashing. Don't you you've got to put your mask on yourself to help other people? So, yeah, I think I'm in a in a stage of healing. Um, when I think about it, and it's not been long, really, it's not been long in a, in a state of how long ago it last, how long ago it was. So, and I suppose I don't want to jump in too fast because I could hit something I've not dealt with and I suppose a little bit of fear around that if I jump yeah. into quickly back into my old routine but um, Ryan you really got some wise words there about because I, I don't like I don't like that word selfish I really don't like it um, but you're absolutely right it is you do need to have that you time and I think that's something that I've not I think you know that's something that I have struggled with in the past where I've not done that um so I'm trying that on a little bit to just get myself in a good emotion. More, well, I'm okay emotion. I'm not like crying all the time, but I just feel there's some more things to get out first for me. Um, so thank you, Ryan. I really appreciate those words because you know I have a lot of negative attachments of the word selfish, um, but there is times when you have to think of yourself to get yourself in a good position to be able to go forward. So no, I totally really think that's a uh, some wise words. Thanks, there, Ryan. That's why I love this podcast. That's why I love it. Um, do, what your? I mean, Ryan. Also, you've got a view on it. You know, when you say the word selfish, Ryan or Lee, what comes to mind for you? Like, you know, do you? How do you view that word? And you know, Depends how do context. you approach
1: it? Depends on the context. Yeah. Isn't it? I think, um...
2: Give me a. Yeah. Give me a scenario where you think for you guys you would go right i just need to think about me nothing else at the minute excluding my scenario because obviously you know but if there's something that's happened for you guys where you felt like i just need to lock down this now you need to just concentrate on me until i'm in a place where i can move forward is there any anything that's happened in your lives where uh, that's risk happened
1: of, risk of burnout or you know other related kind of working scenarios um where you kind of you have so much on your plate Uh, or stresses that other people need from you and you're struggling to keep up with what you need to do and that's okay to be selfish Uh, I think if a particular time of year is difficult for you for whatever reason then it's okay to be selfish you know in that time as long as it doesn't become a personality trait and isn't something that you exhibit evidence of repeatedly then I don't think there's anything wrong with with it and as long as the people that you're showing those selfish natures to understand that it's a temporary feature and not a permanent one and they maybe understand a bit of the context as to why then they are likely to give you more of a leeway
2: yeah i think that's right especially the work context burnout definitely is one isn't it but it's um it's just recognizing when you're on that verge of burnout i think that's the awareness piece so isn't it because some people don't recognize that when they're on virtual burnout and then they burn out um so yeah it's a really good point um thanks ryan what
0: well, about you lee you got anything yeah just on that same on the same thing i suppose it's about that you know the wellness and the self-care thing is so i don't there are times where that word or that behavior whatever it is to themselves, could be seen as you know an inward thing and a negative but i think it's necessary as well and i think there's you know the whole um, when you're on a plane, and they tell you put on your face mask before you put someone else's on, that that and you've referenced it for Joe. You, you've got to take care of yourself before you can take care of others. Um, and I don't think that's then being selfish within a negative way. But you you know you have to take those times to focus on yourself as well. And I don't I don't. It's not wholly one thing. It's not like you're constantly like that. But you have to take those things. I don't think being a hundred percent selfless all the time does anyone any good. Like everything yes. in life, It's all about balance, and as you say, Joe,
2: it's all—it's about the intent. What—what's the intent behind it? Yeah, intention. Yeah. So if you intend to get better, you can help other people. No, I, I totally like that. Yeah. I mean, I, I do—I do think that as well. Um, yeah. And it's just good to reflect on that. So I think I'll probably ask our listeners to reflect on that, really, um, and let us know about what they think about it, because because um, that word can have very negative con- connotations, I suppose. Um, so yeah, so you know that's me really done, really. So in terms of, I just wanted to share that with everybody. Um, you know, I have if I've got much more to say on the subject, but just uh, yeah, just keep going. And if anyone is going through a similar thing to what I am, let us know. You know, share. You know, just just reach out because um, it's all about doing that. I mean, I've had I've been so much support. Honestly, you guys have been supportive. Um, friends, actually, people on Instagram have been reaching out. Um, and i've just said i will be back i'm just not quite sure when it will be soon um on instagram um but i haven't set a specific date but maybe the meeting tomorrow with mark might do something i don't know we'll just wait and see what happens um, and see what happens but yeah no i appreciate you guys and uh, yeah i don't think i've got much more to say unless there's anything else you guys want to say
0: Uh, not from me. I think that was a, a, a very thought provoking um, statement, Jay.
1: Yeah,
0: definitely.
2: So, should we do some promotion then, guys? Should we do promotion?
0: Is it time for me to Is do my job?
2: Stage? Promotion, and then we want promotion and we want <laughs> like takeaways, don't we, Lee? Is that the next bit? Yeah, do your job. Uh,
0: do my job. I'm sorry, I am really letting you down here. I'm going to blame my poor but that's got nothing to do with it. So, we <laughs> thank everyone for listening. Head over to inspirationation.org.uk for everything through a donation, uh, merch store, um, details coaching service, sign up for Joe's newsletter, archive of all of the episodes. You can go back again, episode 49, listen to our 5 a.m. club, morning routine is the title. And don't forget to follow us on social media at listen to IN, listen t o i n. We very much appreciate all of that. Um, and there will be jokes I love something you said earlier and I made a note of it while we're talking there'll be a new t-shirt up on the store that says life will punch you in the face how will you respond that is that (laughs) as segue nicely into my takeaway for today
2: wonderful wonderful that's a good takeaway yeah I like that okay Uh, Ryan what's your takeaway uh
1: don't be afraid to look after yourself
2: yeah um yeah, and I think I'm following up from you, Ryan. It's okay to be selfish, depending on the... In- and also drawing from the intention, depending on your intention. The intention to serve, you still got to look after yourself. That's mine. Um, it's been really useful. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, I really do. Thank you.
0: No, oh, yeah. I enjoyed that. Thanks, guys. Good.
2: Lee, you going to wrap us up?
0: Indeed, I am. All that's left for you to do is count us down. We will be back next week. Appreciate everyone out there listening. Again at Listen to IM, listen to O Y N, tell friends, tell family, leave a five star review. 3, 2, one
2: inspiration. Inspiration. Tchau Catch you guys later. Guys. Catch you guys later.